0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors, watch and listen to Higher Learning where we dissect the biggest topics in black entertainment, politics, and sports. Twice a week, we react to the most important and timely conversations, often inviting guests to offer unique perspectives. Listen to Higher Learning free only on Spotify.
1: So you called in favor. Show takes off. Show but takes off. Did you know you wanted to be a TV star. It just I wanted happened? to be
0: on camera at the very beginning of my career, and I but I gave it up pretty quickly because I uh, I gave it up quickly. Because I was told I had horribly crossed eyes uh, by my someone that I was an intern for at CBS News at my last internship. That and the fact that I just got in your head. What'd you say? That got in your head. It got or? in my head, and then also I loved being in New York, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to move to local markets and try to be a local reporter. I think I'd rather just move to New York and try to get a job behind the scenes at CBS News and see what happens. And I wound up spending ten years at CBS News, and um, and yeah, it was it was great. And, and so I kind of gave it up. I gave it up my dream of being on the air. Wow. And I wound up at Bravo. Barry Diller offered me a job to run programming at his cable channel that he was starting called Trio, which was a, a channel that wound up being kind of brilliant, but canceled. And, uh, and but it, it and then i was offered a job by the woman who had been running trio who, who then got moved over to bravo to run programming at bravo and at the time they were starting logo which was is the gay channel on that viacom owns and i was like i don't want to work at bravo i would lo- i would rather go run this logo channel i was like there's no one gayer than me so like why wouldn't they hire me and they didn't hire me and it's kind of turned out I realized when I wrote my first book, I had forgotten that story. And then I was like, wow, if I had gotten that logo job, I wouldn't be Bravo Andy. I wouldn't be writing this book. I wouldn't be the house. You know, like none of this would have happened for me.
1: Go back to Trio for a second. I like Trio. Oh, you did? did Trio you... had the old Letterman reruns. Trio had... Although they gave Joel Stein a week, and at that point I had my own calm at ESPN. I was really bitter about it. You were? I was like, really? Joel Stein gets a week? Like, I did... oh, we and should... then he played the Battle of Network Stars yes. card, which I totally would have played. Yep. And yep. I just felt cheated by the whole thing. And it I, made me hit had... Joel Stein. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But yeah, Trio was it, Trio it was, was a cool. good experiment. That
0: you know that. It was a great experiment. It was kind of what... Uh, to me, if PBS decided that they wanted to be a little cooler and a little more high-low, then that's what this was. It was a pop culture and arts channel
1: uh, with a lot of original documentaries. It was a really cool channel. Well, you know what else her trio YouTube took off like in 06. Yeah. And part of the You're appeal right. for me with trio was like, Oh, I used to love that right. show. Oh, they're yes. showing that. That's right. And then it's like, Oh, it's on YouTube. It's a really good point. And then that was it. You're so right. Bravo, you go to what state is Bravo in when you, what year do you get there? I what got state there, is there in, in
0: 2004. And what happened is they were in production on season one of project runway. The Queer eye had started. Yeah. Uh, so it was the beginning of the big transformation at Bravo and then after I was there came, you know, four more seasons of runway. We developed and uh got top chef going. We got Millionaire Matchmaker flipping out the Real Housewives, Rachel
1: Zoe, um, uh and it just starts Southern
0: rolling. Charm, Vanderpump, on and on and on.
1: Real Housewives. Yeah. How, how does that happen? Whose idea is that? That
0: happened through a series of events of a gentleman named Scott Dunlop coming to Bravo with home video of his neighbors in de Cazo, whose hair was blonder, their boobs were bigger, and he, I don't know what his initial idea for the show was. I kind of remember that he wanted to do kind of a mockumentary kind of show, I don't... Well, this was during the time of the Hills and This Laguna was during Beach the time and... of the Hills, but these women weren't actresses. And um, I always loved soap operas. Yeah. Growing up, I loved all my children. To me, I was like, wait a minute. These women live in a cul-de-sac... They all go to the same tennis club. They all eat at the same places. They live in the same gated community. It sounds like a reality Knott's Landing, you know, like a a reality soap opera. At the time, Desperate Housewives was the biggest show on TV. So we said, okay, well, what if we do this kind of soap opera-y show from the point of view of the women? You're going to barely see or hear from the husbands was the original concept. It's all going to be about the women. And we'll call it the real housewives. And that's kind of how it started. I remember there beginnings. was some
1: controversy, right? When like desperate housewives, weren't, weren't they mad about real housewives or it was probably. a storyline for like a week. Yeah, probably. There was a moment also
0: where in, at the beginning of the real housewives, they all hold oranges yeah. and legal at, um, NBC universal said, Oh, we can't do that because desperate housewives they're holding apples. And, um, and I remember Lauren Zelaznik, who ran Bravo, said ABC doesn't own fruit. We can right. you know, we can do this. And then thank God we pushed ahead because then New York is holding apples and
1: Atlanta's holding peaches. So what do you let's go through the housewives because I may or may not have dabbled in that universe. I think you
0: have. I have. My yeah.
1: my wife liked the New York one and the Beverly Hills one. Yes. We never I really watched Atlanta. The
0: Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is
1: my favorite one. Jam. That's Yeah, jam. I really yeah. liked that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. I, I liked, uh, who's the, the, the tall one who was, oh, I'm blanking. Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. So I saw her in person uh-huh. and she was like tall and beautiful. I she was surprised. Yeah. You forget like yeah. these are like some yeah, Mac daddy ladies. love
0: them some Brandy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is the the best like all around pound for pound start to finish year one through year whatever just what's been the best which, one of all oh of them? my god you're asking me to pick which city I'm not asking you to pick i'm asking you as a programming executive no, to know. just admit what the best one was Gosh. what brings the most to the table from what you want from the real housewives franchise I would say New York. I don't think I can do it. I mean, hasn't New I, York had the most twists New York and turns has been and drama incredible. And... I love New York so
0: much. Like, I just think for me, it's the funny, uh, uh, that and Atlanta are the funniest. But then Jersey, you, you just put the first three seasons of Jersey up against anything and it's like a freaking it's like the Godfather trilogy so it's really hard to it's really hard to discount that you've got the uh just homespun uh connection of the OC ladies that really started it all. And then Atlanta, which is just kind of bigger and funnier and louder and more glam than any of the rest. So it's just a hard thing. So Atlanta, can we say that one's the wildest? Atlanta's the number one, by the yeah. way. I wanna point oh, out yeah. Atlanta gets the biggest ratings and of should. all of them. Uh and it's it's yeah it
1: is it is kind of the loudest. Yeah. yeah. New York New York, I would say, is the highest society. Almost, it takes um, us into worlds that. Well, no, would you say Beverly? No, I'd say Beverly Hills yeah. is. Yeah, Beverly Hills but that, is see, the richest because I, I live out here. I know, like yeah, half right. of that's like. Well, it's you, people pretending they have more money I know. than well, they do. Perception for, is, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of them do like that with David Foster. Yes, like he yeah. he really has Absolutely. lots and lots of money. Yes, that's true. But some true. of the other ones seem like they're kind of fudging. Right, I mean, the Maloofs—they the owned part of the Kings, right? That was the heyday of Be- of the Bev Hills yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You had the Maloofs. You had Brandys kind of sneaking in. You uh-huh. had the two sisters. Yes, the one who's acting radically and nobody yes. will say why. Who's yes. that? Kim. Kim. Yes, they've said why now. Now they. Yes. <laughs> we yes. know. We kind of knew at the season, time, but season, now we definitely yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Season season five.
0: See season four and five. I think on that.
1: Kyle, who was the little girl in Halloween one. Yep, that's right. Which is totally very bizarre. Yeah. Was there a Real Housewives that just didn't work and you had to scrap it? Uh, Well, D.C. got
0: uh, tanked by the big White House party crash, if you'll remember the story that dominated the news uh, for a period of months. The Salahis infamously crashed the White House, which was uh, turned out to be an explosive two-part finale of The Real Housewives of D.C., but it also happened to be the series finale of the show, because the show had such a stink on it from that party crash that it was like
1: there was no going back. I actually liked that one. Yeah, I I would say worthwhile attempt. Yeah. Probably a lot of (laughs) landmines, though. A A lot lot. of places you can't go. Well, yeah. Washington's very secretive in general. When you have the
0: FBI and you know, the government trying to look at your raw footage from the Housewives. Right.
1: Maybe you think, you know what, maybe we're not going to do this again. Is there a city that hasn't gotten a Real Housewives yet that you've kept circling back to and just haven't We've been able to cast, talk to some it? You know, we wound up doing Dallas. It was
0: kind of a really shock move on our part. Like, we, we just brought out Dallas like 10 years into the game. We had been circling around Texas for a lot of years on and off. Um, there was... A there's one we, I have.
1: What'd you say? There's one that I Tell think me. you should do. Tell Maybe me. you've done it and I just missed it. Aspen? I think we're ready for Real Housewives of the Silicon Valley. I have cast it. You have so much money there. Yeah, it's And true. so much and then, weirdness. And we did a reality trophy show. Trophy wives. Yes. Wives that are way too young for the old guy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I would be I interested agree. in. Yeah, I agree. They can go to We've San Francisco. we casted like, Napa before. Didn't happen. Napa's got a lot of drinking. Yeah. So yes. you, when you say casted, what does that mean? It means that
0: either we have paid production companies or casting people to go to a town and just... Like a sweep. Do a sweep, go to the country clubs, find groups of friends, put them all on tape, tell us what you find. Do you put ads? Um, they've done they they sometimes will put out ads saying we are casting for a group of women a lot of times um, I remember I think there have been several companies who've gone to Scottsdale and said we're casting for the Real Housewives of Scottsdale but it's never been us we never sanctioned anyone it was like they're just casting and then they're, they plan to come pitch it to us so it's kind of weird because then I start getting these tweets like oh I auditioned for your show I'm like it's not really us. It's someone else trying to pitch it to us. It gets a little janky, you know.
1: Yeah. All right. So you go to. I'm trying to think of a Silicon Valley country club. So I know, you go to like, a, are there wherever, wherever the hell it is, whatever, like one of the rich parts of Silicon Valley is. So you just send somebody to the country club, and they're just kind of boots hanging on the around ground, and, and boots on the sniffing ground. it. Sniffing you know, out the people? Like, I, I don't understand I, yeah, how that works. I think works. so.
0: I think you find people in the town who go to a lot of charity events. You start talking to charity them. Charity events
1: is a good one. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, you start talking to people, one thing leads to another. There's a famous story about season one of New York Housewives. We were down a housewife, and Jill Zarin took the producer to uh, Polo, Bridgehampton Polo, which is a lot of people who are the type that would want to be on a show like this. And that's where she found Bethany Frankel. So yeah, I mean,
1: you know, there you go. Who is the MVP? Probably the the I'm going to biggest star you've had yeah, as a I'm housewife. Say
0: she. I'd put Nene Leakes up there. I'd put Lisa Vanderpump up there. Got to throw Vicky Gunvalson, the OG of the OC, up there. There's some,
1: some Teresa Judice. There's right? some stalwarts. Jersey kind of freaked me out. I understand, Bill. I, that was my least favorite one. It just got too dark for me. You want to yeah. do a pillow yeah, adjustment? I'm doing a pillow okay. adjustment. Um, Lisa Vanderpump. Uh-huh. There's like a 25-year age range of if you told me how old she was that yeah, I would believe.
0: I well, it's so funny you can tell you me she's that. 85 and no, I, I would know, believe at that. At the beginning, it was like... At the beginning it was like is she 70 like it was this weird thing is she 40
1: is she 80 I think
0: I believe she's in her um like early 50s look at up Tom. Tommy. early 50s I think she's There's like 50 no way. she's 56 oh, okay so, she's the, so yeah. then she's 68 okay. right okay <laughs> well no then she was able to change it on Google very quick you know on the, well, that's hard move to move do isn't it?
1: you know what i mean I I love the husbands which was i thought the best part of the Beverly Hills one was the husbands because yeah. you have Ken, yes, the Lisa husband who's walking around with the with the poodle. Yes, exactly. he's got. I don't. I don't even know how to he's describe got kind of his Rod hair. Stewart hair. He's open about the fact that he never has sex with his wife, yes. which is like they might have sex once a year, yeah, which is always fascinating or to Valentine's me. Day, yeah, it's like yeah. her birthday, right? Yeah, or Valentine's. See Day. that guy, you're the real estate guy who's Mauricio, married to yeah, Mauricio, who's, who's clearly. Clearly, uh, very Italian and yeah, I, I don't know. I he's just a, feel like he's, kept... he's a Mexa Jew. Is it Mexa Jew? Yeah. What does that mean? Mexican Jew. He's not Italian. No. His he's name's Mauricio. A, and he's I know, not Italian. It's, it's weird. I know. I kept waiting for like the huge adultery scandal with him, but apparently know, that's no, not happening. Kim,
0: uh, they seem to really they love each other a lot. Not Kyle Kyle, Kyle, Kyle yeah. keeps yeah. them happy. Yes,
1: nice kids. Some of the yeah. kids blossom out of this and I become. Know. Well, I mean, Gigi Hadid. Gigi's you like know, a Yolanda's... she was on Kimmel show a month ago. Yeah, she's huge. But I do like the husbands. Who do you think spend the most entertaining husband? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Simon Van
0: Campen, early New York Housewives, was quite entertaining. They're usually entertaining maybe
1: for the wrong reason, maybe, you know. Yeah, all of those answers are wrong. It's Ken. Ken? Ken's the best. He's What great. else would you want from Ken? No, I who get everything walks around from Ken. Who holding a small dog? No, it's I get like every, every no, Bond I villain. I know. I know. I get everything from Ken. You're right. What was they had that guy who was living at his house? They... The Cedric, betrayed them? Cedric, season Cedric? one, yes, he that, betrayed them. That got them. weird. Yes. How much stuff have you had to cut out of these shows because Bravo might have gotten sued if the wrong information came out? Or, well, like, I mean, they all signed releases,
0: but yeah, I mean, there have been some tricky moments. Yeah.
1: Tricky. That's yeah. a very evasive answer for yes. somebody who's written three books. That's right. You're saving that for book number four?
0: No, I mean, look, yeah, I'm saving it for when uh, the show's off the air and I'm, you know, I, I don't, I'm not. None of these show, how many shows are, are going now? There's seven. There's seven. And there's no, everybody wants us to do Housewives All-Stars. And I'm like, look, when the gas is running out, we'll throw 10 of them on an island for a month and then, you know, it'll be great. Housewives
1: All-Stars? Yeah.
0: Well, yes. What does that even look like? What does it look like? It looks like You're putting what them w- in like the Bahamas. What, what would the world look like if you had Tamra, Phaedra, Erica, Jane, Dorinda, and Ramona on a boat together? I mean, you know what? What isn't awesome oh, so about that, that boat? A boat, an island, a confined
1: space, like Cabo. Yeah, for sure. Two months. Yes, Con- two weeks. <laughs> confined space. Like confined space. them in a zoo. Yes, confined space. Hot box. <laughs> hot box environment. So when you film those reunion specials, which is really yes. the bread and butter, yeah. there's so much. You what do you split them into three parts?
0: Oh yeah, I'm like I'm always the guy who, tw- at lunchtime, I turn to the producers and I'm like, you guys know that we're working on a three parter now, and they're like, uh, no, 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 we do not have it's definitely for three two. two. I'm like, uh, I haven't gotten to this, 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 and then I'll leave and I'll be like, it is we have three, you guys, and there have been one or two times in Atlanta where I'm like. We're looking at a four-parter.
1: Four-parter. Yeah, we did. I think we did a four-parter once for Atlanta. How long do you have them trapped in that confined space?
0: That's a hot box. That's like about a 10-hour situation.
1: 10 hours? You know it, Bill. What?
0: Yeah. First of all, there are some spackling breaks where you got to re-spackle the houses. Uh, There are some lunch breaks you have to factor in for some walk-offs you have to factor in for or some. some walk, I love the Nipple off. tape. They always have to come back. Um, nipple tape. They got to come back. You got, you know, sometimes amid, you know, around five o'clock, they want us to start popping bottles to get them through the next three, four hours. And then if, if daddy has a dinner reservation, he starts getting cranky around seven, eight o'clock. And I'll be like, you guys, got, I'm, I have a dinner at nine.
1: So I would say that would be the hardest on you. Yes. Like, do you? What's your process? Do you have like a giant, all these index cards that you're I trying do. to I remember mean, look, to go through? My process
0: them? is that I'm actually an executive producer of the show all season long, and I know every inch of what's happened. So, I'm 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 in. I'm in. It's like you with basketball. What's your process? You don't need anything. You're ready to go.
1: That Put is true. I don't need anything. Right, exactly. I'm ready to roll. Go. So you're just going, boom. Do you ever feel like... Don't you think they should do reunion shows at the end of basketball seasons? Why are you not
0: doing that? It'd be amazing. I mean, with the team. I would love to host it. By the way, talk to the NBA. It's like, I want to do the reunion show for the Warriors this season.
1: And then you get them all together. And then... What's funny about that idea is that... I think that's actually like an amazing idea. No, but what's funny about that idea is it would be so great with Wessler Westbrook and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. like Kevin... Uh, Russell was really dismissive of you early in the year. Right. Him just sitting there stewing. Right. Russell would definitely walk off at some point and then have yeah. to come back because contractually yes. you have to come back. Right. That's a great idea. It is. Well, you know, they do, I know it's not your network, but they do that Basketball Live show. Yes. Which is, I, I. it feels like that should just be on Bravo. It bothers it me. It does. It's a little you, more it ratchet.
0: Like, well, that's then, what I mean. It uh, feels like you
1: could do a better class version. Right, right.
0: Um, I, I haven't seen much, but it seems fairly one note, which is just all A hundred. I would say
1: fairly is the wrong word. I would just say it's one note.
0: I think the great thing about the housewives is uh, one of the great things. If it was all one note, we wouldn't still be talking about it 11 years later. It's actually funny. And it's,
1: it's, there are people that you root for and root against and people that you love and love to hate. It's, it's like, it's a good soap opera. Not only is it not one note. But when somebody throws a glass of champagne at somebody else on a real yeah. housewives show, uh-huh. it has real meaning. It does. It doesn't happen that often. No. It's really you feel the oh, yeah, no. You feel the yes. anger when it happens. It may, Beverly Hills, I think it's happened once or twice,
0: seven seasons. Right. You
1: know what I mean? Has there been an or what's the weirdest thing that's been thrown at somebody? Or d'oeuvres? No. Just wine. Like a shrimp cocktail with no. some cocktail sauce on no it? No shrimp. Just wine. Just wine. Yeah. Has there ever been like a? There's been a legitimate fistfight in the Jersey one, right? Um, there. Jersey has had a couple
0: fisticuffs. I got thrown by a ragdoll by Teresa at a reunion once. What are you talking about? Um, she pushed me. She pushed me. I was getting between her and where she wanted to be. Yeah. It's an amazing piece of tape.
1: I I don't know how I I didn't see that. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Is it at least a GIF? So oh the my internet is a it's gift. It's a gift. It keeps on giving. Are you kidding me? It's the most. Who's favored gift? if you and Teresa just throw down? Uh, uh, she's a top I would say she's favored. Yeah. she's. I
0: don't know. I'm she's stronger, stronger than, than you might think. But you know what? She's, she's got crazy. The, You're not yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, exactly, though.
1: You know what? I'm a nice Jewish guy from St. Louis. She wins the fight. Well, yeah. she at least keeps fighting until seven people are pulling yes, her. It's true. Or telling her to go there's, away or take a walk.
0: It's kind of amazing. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, That's it Yeah,
1: yeah. What was your reaction after that happened?
0: You know what? I was um, kind of in shock And just trying to run the reunion And I semi forgot about it And I remember at the end of the day I was like did I get pushed And when I saw the footage in the super tees For the reunion I was like this is the I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen I thought it was hilarious
1: You're like Vince McMahon I thought it was awesome (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was well, great. so where does reality go? Because if you think about In the it Trump now, world. Well, I mean, all right. Well, that's a whole separate yeah, conversation. No, that, that but is. like, it seems like the shows that are successful now are the same shows that were successful five years ago. You know. Well, that's it's, also
0: TV. I mean, it's harder to. Why isn't there innovation are, anymore? Let's see. Well, lip sync battle is a unscripted big hit
1: show. Is that um, does lip sync battle have a seven year run? I don't think so. Um, I think it's too. It relies too much on who the celebrities are. Right, And they're going to run out of that. Right, like, w- w- something like housewives, you just keep going for yes. thirty years. Well, and it's there's more great, cities. It's to go a great
0: to. formula because it's not dependent on one woman. You, we mix it up every season. You bring nobody's people bigger in than and out. the brand. The brand right. always wins. That's
1: right. And that's like same thing with Survivor. Yeah. Um, I love Survivor. And if Celebrity Apprentice wins, there's a case of the brand being bigger than who the host was. I'll be able sure right. to see if it works or not. But yeah. it's surprising to me that there hasn't been really a monster reality show franchise created in the in maybe even it's this true. decade. I'm trying to think. Uh... MTV still has Real World and The Challenge, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if MTV still does the Real World. Yeah, they do. It does. There's been, there's a stealth one going on right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forget what city it is. (laughs) Oh, okay. But yeah, it seems like everything moved toward cooking. Yeah. Which is something you guys were in on earlier, but there's so many cooking shows now. Yeah. Or trying to find, you know, people trying to find stuff Yeah. like those, uh, those things where they open the lockers and
0: yeah. Is naked and afraid a big show naked and naked and maybe it all sprinters.
1: Mm. and and then obviously you have The Bachelor and shows like that but those are also shows those are old shows um, been around for a while so I I can't figure out where it goes or why there hasn't been a new one yeah I don't know and you can't either I can't either well you're too busy now you don't have time to innovate anymore I'm happy
0: to be riding the train I'm riding on actually
1: Do you guys feel like you're number one?
0: Does who feel like we're number one? Bravo. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not in charge of programming at Bravo anymore. I think Bravo is. I think Bravo is definitely. I think Bravo has a really strong brand, and they're doing. I mean, it's like it doesn't seem like they are in any form of letting up and they've got you know they've got a good bench um besides the housewives they have vanderpump rules and top chef and yeah southern charm and below
1: deck and a lot of shows that have become big actually in the last few years for them so what about like so the streaming like netflix and hulu all these things and you can get stuff you can catch up on seasons yeah is there a, a sh- Any of the Housewives shows or anything else that people I think The Housewives might be
0: on Hulu.
1: Yeah. I think they might be on Hulu. But is that, do those have a shelf life in that, like a retroactive catch-up? That's a good
0: question. I mean, I think people, you know, weirdly, people who love The Housewives, they love to go back and watch old episodes. Yeah. So, and people you know i've talked to a lot of people who are like look i've never seen it which city should i start on i'm gonna people love binging now that it's actually not unheard of that they would say and i'll say like look go, you know you, you can't beat jersey watch the first three seasons
1: and see what happens you know you know i i think those shows have an interesting effect on the viewer because my wife who always talks about like uh like, different shows they are her friends. You know, like, sex, when Sex and the City finally ended, yeah. she was like, I'm bummed out. Those, those yeah, people my were friends. my friends. Yes, exactly. She didn't even know any of them. Right, right. But she felt like... You no, know, people feel the same way about The Housewives, 100%. Like, Bethany, she's like, I like Bethany. I'd be friends with her. Like, right. they just assume... And I think that's been a big reason for your success. Yeah. So I think people feel like, oh, that's... I don't have a gay friend, but if I did, I, that would be my gay friend. I think that's, I mean, you
0: hit it and I've heard it from so many, I'm on a book tour right now and I've heard it when I go out, I hear from so many women, like you're my gay best friend. And I love that. I think it's awesome. And I think, you know, it's, it's,
1: uh, it's, it's cool. My wife thinks there should be a Match.com to match up married women with gay friends. So that's that is a that's really like her million dollar idea. billion dollar idea. That is a great she, idea. She's like, I would she just like, do I, that. I just went, I, I never get to it, and it's like, I, there's just be website. And I'm like, GBF. all right, well, I don't know what that website would be called. It would be but called GBF and, and Gay guys looking for <laughs> that's it. Yes, you you could start that. I also have a, a reality idea for you. Okay. I just I just get I get a co creator thing and that's okay. it. You can do it. Malibu Little League. Wow. So there's this Little League field in Malibu. Yeah. Right across from Pepperdine. Okay. That's on a cliff. Yep. It's beautiful. It's it's like you can't even believe this is a Little League field. It's literally the Pacific. It's. Have you ever seen the Pepperdine campus where yes, the chapel never starts? So cross street from that, there's this Little League field. And then there's a cliff and there's the Pacific Ocean and it's like the end of Shawshank Redemption. Wow. Yeah. And they play Little League games there. And anytime I've ever driven by it, I've always been like, that should just be a reality show. And I don't even have anything other than the title. Well, what are the moms like? Are the moms right. driving the kids in? Well, look, is you just there... said Malibu Little League. Malibu Little League, like... like right away, it rolls off the tongue, is right?
0: It, it does. But I mean, is it Little League colon Malibu? Because then we want to do Little League colon Pensacola, or you know, whatever the other spin offs are.
1: So you go Little League
0: colon Malibu.
1: That's
0: what I'm wondering. I like Malibu Little League, obviously. Malibu Little League is a great title. I knew it would. It did. It's the
1: best idea. Tommy, you like Malibu Little League? Yeah, it's really good. There's a show on. You know, somebody sleeps with the coach. That happens yes. in season one. There's the, a You sh- cast the coach, he's like, 29-year-old. Yes. Super handsome. Yes. 6'2, totally willing to flirt with the moms. Yes. And you just go. That's totally, it. Boom. Totally. You're off. Because the dads aren't showing up. No. They're not around. The moms are in there. They're showing up in the Range Rovers and all that stuff. In Malibu. So in this third book, you were pretty open about your your uh your sex life and stuff.
0: I was, yeah, yeah. You ratcheted it up. I did. It's uh it's uh I my second book was a diary, uh Of a year in my life. And I kept writing after I turned that one in. And so thinking, you know what, I bet they're going to want another one. And so much is happening that I I think it's cool. It's like I deconstruct everything from late night television to being famous to the housewives to to dating and everything else. So I was so into writing that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put everything in this and when I go back to edit the book, I'll take stuff out. But the truth is I didn't wind up taking out a lot that I planned on it. So there's a lot of kind of sex, drugs and rock and roll in the book that I wasn't planning on keeping in there.
1: And you said you were worried some of your friends would be upset about stories you you passed on worried. and things like that. Yeah,
0: there, I was worried about some of the housewives and some of the, some of the celebrities on Watch What Happens Live. Uh, some of the people I went on dates with, I'm now hearing from Whose names I didn't use. Oh, they were upset
1: that you that you didn't mention them no, or that, that you I mentioned. Did. Them and you I, mean, I I
0: went on a date with someone who was a bartender on my show and it was like a really boring date and he texted me like a screenshot of the page about the date and was like, you know, I actually had a really good time on that date. I'm like, okay, well
1: <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what's it what's it <laughs> I mean, when did you become famous? Like 2010? I became famous. Or I'm gonna say or, oh, actually, it was it would be a, earlier. Than it that it was from, a
0: slow build. So, yeah. Watch What Happens Live has been on for seven and a half years. But I hosted reunion shows for for a few years before that. I'm gonna that's say that's when it started. Then three years. But I'll tell you when the moment that I actually felt different. Like oh, wait, because it was this slow build. But I, there have been a couple moments. I remember getting recognized in the Chicago airport and I was like, "Oh, well, this is interesting because I'm in Chicago now." And it just felt different. But the moment that I feel that people really started knowing who I was was when Teresa pushed me at that reunion. Wow. I was in the Hamptons when it aired. I generated so much press and i was like wow this is weird and i started getting all these interview requests and i came back into the city i was on vacation and i came back and people all over the city were like hey and coming up to me and like you got pushed dude like all this
1: stuff and i was like oh wow i think i'm famous now wow yeah it was weird what's been like the peak audience for one of the housewives reunions? oh it gotten to like oh, it's gotten seven to four. eight nine. No, no, it's gotten four over four. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, how did that change? You know, because you were pretty open about you love to date and right. go out and do stuff. When pe- when you notice people are treating you differently, did it become harder it, to be like, do I trust this person? No, do they like me? I'm a of-
0: really good judge of character. Yeah. And no, I mean, it's kind of the perception that you think people would be like. Oh I you know maybe it would be different if I was straight and girl maybe and girls were I think that sometimes girls there's if you're straight there is more of a I think energy about what is the long-term goal he like oh do you want to get married do you want to be in a serious relationship yeah. and I don't think it's as heavy with gay people
1: what about something like Tinder? Can you even be on? Tinder? I
0: was on Tinder, uh, and I was on Tinder for the for the first diary book, the Andy Cohen Diaries, and part of me joined because I thought it would be interesting while I was writing this diary to go on Tinder dates, and it wasn't. The thing is, you both have to swipe, so. Um, it's not like there were, I mean, they were random people, but they were people that I was interested in swiping on. And, you know, and and to me, I was like, look, this is a way for me to meet like an architect in Brooklyn who I maybe wouldn't meet, you know, or a scientist on the Upper East side. And so, you know, some of them knew who I was and some of them didn't, but I could pretty much tell. And then if I met them out for a drink, you know, it's like, look, if we sit down and they immediately want to start talking about the housewives, it's going to be a pretty quick date.
1: Right, you know, so so they go right to that boom, and you're like, eh, then nah. I'm like, you know what, this is not. Well, yeah. what? So what? What should people talk to you about on a date? I don't. Because yeah, it it's sucks just... to talk about work. Yeah, I mean, I also though I I do like talking about work. I just, I mean, you
0: can just read a person's energy, whether it's uh, a fan thing. I wrote a story in the new book, uh, which is called Superficial, uh, about it was meta this moment because I was on the book tour for the other book and I was writing a diary of this book where I wrote about meeting this straight couple who oh, I read tried this. to yeah. get together with me and we went out. It was just, it's a long story, but I, through a weird series, I was like, yeah, let's go out. And so we went out for drinks and the woman was like a huge fan of mine. And so it was this weird kind of dynamic of trying to, the three of us like have a flirt going and her also being like, Oh my God, what's, what's Lisa (laughs) Vanderpump like? You know what I mean? So wild.
1: That's crazy. Have you had somebody come on one, watch what happens live? One of the guests. We were like, eh, they're kind of keeping the eye contact with me here a little bit longer than, there's a, there's a um, vibe yeah, going a couple.
0: on. Yeah, I've had some, I've had some moments uh, with bartenders on the show, and uh, yeah, with a couple people. Yeah. It's who, one of the perks of hosting a late night talk show.
1: Who is the best, I by the way, I always ask Kimmel about that. Okay. Even though Kimmel's had a girlfriend or a wife the entire yeah. time he has that show. Like, yeah. There's times there's a guest going to come on where you're going to have a little kinetic connection yes. yeah. with them. Who is like your go-to? Like Letterman always had Terry Gar. Oh my God, Gar. I have so
0: many go-to. God, those Terry Gar Lettermans. Terry Gar and Sandra Bernhard on Letterman. He made Terry
1: Gar take a shower. He did? Yeah. I don't he, remember that. He did that. a show in his office, and at the end of the show oh he made Terry God. Gar take a She was amazing. And Sandra Bernhard on that show was unbelievable.
0: Uh, you know what? I, Sandra Bernhard is a go-to of mine. Actually, she's on my radio channel on my yeah. serious radio channel and she lives in New York and I'm friendly with her. She's a go-to of mine. Re- Rachel Dratch is a good go to. I mean, obviously the house I call the Housewives my my kind of broadcasting role model is Howard Stern. Yeah. And I feel like no one goes there in late night. I, I feel like I go there in a way on late night in a way that the other hosts don't. And I don't know that you can go there on network TV in the way that I do or Howard I agree. does. You can't. And I think that I I do the reason I do it is because I started doing it with the Housewives. And then I just was like, well, this is my deal and my shtick. So if you're coming on my show, I'm going to do it with you, too. But so I view the Housewives as my whack pack, like Howard Stern has his whack pack. And so they're my bread and butter on Watch What Happens Live. And then there's a whole galaxy of other people who I just love having on.
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned Stern because you have the same skill that he does. And part of it is a skill and part of it is people know what they sign up for when they go on the show. 100%. They're on your show and you're going to ask them stuff. Right. And right. it's like that's part of the deal. Right. We don't and pre-interview only... our guests. Yeah, and it's like they're a dick if they don't. Exactly. answer the question, like, well, why the fuck did you come on then? Right, right. So you have them trapped, which is how Stern operates. And he Not just only are they trapped, but in. I'm live, yeah. like Stern is too. So I'm the only live show in late night. You can't stop tape,
0: or else you're going to walk out. Right. Which is, not, I mean, and by the way, I'm kind of excited for the first guest to actually leave during the show. That hasn't show. happened yet. That has not happened yet. Have
1: you felt like a guest was... almost had the deer in the headlights like oh shit i went too far several
0: yeah. yeah um there was a moment where alicia silverstone was on with with padma lakshmi and alicia silverstone had that thing where she talked about that method of feeding your baby where you chew up the food and spit it in their mouth
1: i remember this and it was a
0: big controversy and i brought it up and I could tell immediately that she didn't want to talk about it, which would have been sign enough for me to change subjects and pivot, which I will, because I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable. That's how I but feel, too. Padma didn't see her eyes, and Padma was like, what? That's gross. Why do you do that? Like, And she then wouldn't leave it alone, and I was like, oh, God. And during the commercial break... It was like because we're live, and she, Alicia Silverstone looked at me, and I was think, and I think even her publicist came in, and I was like, I go, I'm so sorry, like I, I, I'm off this, I'm I'm through talking, you know, whatever. So there have been a few times like that,
1: and the funny thing is, it's fucking weird, and I'm glad it's you brought weird. it up. Who chews their food for right. that? Oh, hey, that's I've never weird. Heard yes. of such a thing. yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: weird. But it's weird to be it's so fun and weird and interesting to be live.
1: You know, you don't, you actually don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I could tell we went to see you, I think in 2000, it was like October, 2014. Cause right. we were putting together the Grantland basketball show and we wanted to have a set like your set. Yeah. So we we're like, let's just go. I like, know. Call I Davies. go. Are you trying to rip my show off? No, no, God. no. Ours no, ended I, up I, somehow I being nothing like your right. set, even though. Right. Cause what I, what I was intrigued by was, could we have the show here, but the, the, the twenty thirty whatever people like right here mm-hmm. and the way ESPN does TV, it was you We just couldn't do it. It yeah. had to be like way back. But when we showed up, I just couldn't believe how small it is. And TV is yeah. always smaller in yeah. person, yeah. but you have everybody yeah. like packed in on it's each teeny. other, which you like though. You like I the love energy of it. We of just
0: it. announced yesterday that we're moving to a big, a new studio. I saw it's that. Just I was almost disappointed. Up it is going to look exactly the same. There's just kind of a. Perf- it's like moving from a tic tac to a studio apartment, basically. And our audience is, which was 22 people, is going to be like 48 people now, which is huge for us. But it's still gonna. It's still gonna feel the same.
1: So, what do you think that does for the show? I think it's. It's a basically I think it's just gonna more be people reacting. I
0: think it's going to be more people in the audience, and it, for me, I've been doing this seven and a half years, and so for me, it's going to be a great kind of energizing change. Uh, but I feel like for the audience, it will still feel as intimate and authentic. I think that's what people, excuse me, love about the show. It's totally authentic. It's an authentic half hour in a world of stuff. That's kind of pre-produced and set up and, and, There's a lot of pre-interviews and there's, you know, it's like, oh, you recently went to Mexico. Tell me about that and telling the story. So I love it that the guests don't know what they're going to get into. Last night I had 50 Cent and Leah Remini on. And I asked 50 Cent about the last time uh, Vivica Fox was on. She said she alleged that 50 Cent was gay on my show. And, And that was one of those great live TV moments where I was like, hold up what? And I was like, and you know, and I turned to the camera in the control room. I'm like, kill the game, kill everything. I am not dropping this subject for half an hour. Like we're beating this to death. So we start getting into it and it's a whole thing. And then 50 cents starts responding on Instagram. It was great. So last night was the first time 50 cent had been on since this happened. So I'm sitting there and I said, by the way, you know, last time, you know, I got to ask you, Vivica Fox was here and she said this and he said, well, that's cause I let her lick my ass and she maybe thought that only gay guys let that happen or something. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. And then Leah Remini is like, oh, wait a minute. And I'm like, okay, we're staying on this topic." So, I mean, we beat this topic to death, but it was so awesome. And you know, you, this wouldn't happen anywhere else. You're no. not gonna, you know, and by the way, if I had said to 50 cents people, Uh, By the way, I'm asking him about this gay thing. Of course, they would have shut it down, and none of this ever would have
1: happened. So it's great. So what do we think the answer is? About him being gay? I don't (laughs) think he's gay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a a really interesting counter to the whole thing. And it also seems like a very hidden way for him to... Make for Fox kind of look bad. Exactly. And now she is posting on Instagram. It's
0: like she has challenged him to go and watch what happens live together, which is, of course, my fantasy Oh, that would now. be like your Super it's Bowl. Great. Yeah, exactly.
1: Have you had one where you had the two guests where it's almost like you're pitting them against each other in a We've
0: had two guests. We've had guests on that don't seem like... We've booked people purposefully that we've been like, "Oh my God, like we had Jay Wow from Jersey Shore on with James Fry once or we had the author we had um <laughs> J- we had. Wow. J- Jenna Jameson with Clay Aiken. We had wow. Dan Rather and John Mayer. We, we had Connie Chung and Matt Harvey from the Mets. Like, so we've had weird combinations of people um, that have just been fun. And then we've had other combinations that all of a sudden the show starts and you're like, oh, my God, they hate each other. And everyone on Twitter's like, oh your guests won't look at each other. What's going on? So you think they
1: hate each other going into it or just it's an instantaneous... Sometimes
0: someone will say something. I think it was Joan Rivers' last appearance. She was on with Maxim from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And he said something to her during the... We do a live promo at like 10.40 p.m. Yeah. And we bring the guests in for it. He said something to her and she flipped on him and was like, she, and she said to me before the show, just watch, I'm going to eviscerate this guy on live television. And I was like, Oh my God, what's gonna. And then she, and then he got her back during like within five minutes of the show, he revealed to her that he was like Jewish and a refugee and something, something where I saw it flip And he got her back. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because, you know, Joan Rivers, when she turned on you, there was no one more loyal and awesome than Joan Rivers. But I have seen her turn on audience members who heckled her and also just... You don't want to piss off a drag queen with a microphone, a rabbi with a microphone, or Joan Rivers. That's and it, that's the third. Or, or or like a, you know, a comedian. Just be careful with the drag comedians. queen with a microphone. Oh, drag that's queens good with one a microphone. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just Kate, you that one duck now? and cover. Yeah, okay. Just duck and cover. But yeah, no. So that was a that was a that was a wild moment. There was a moment where I, there was a real housewife who came on and she was sitting in the second seat. There is no second. There's only two chairs on my show, but yeah. I have two guests at once. But and she was on with a big movie star and she took great offense that she who considered herself this big star was in the second seat. And she was like shut down for the whole show. Wow. And people were tweeting about it. People and 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 I came back from commercial break and I'm like, people are tweeting that you seem very
1: guarded and Pissed off tonight? Is something going on? She's like, no. I'm like, all right. Who is the most beautiful person who has been on the show? The oh, in wow. person, there we you were like wow. just. You
0: know what? J Lo always. Everyone kinda, says J Lo the telling best. You. She really does stagger me in person. She is quite, and I've had a galaxy of beautiful women on the show, but she definitely is someone that jumps out to me.
1: Yeah, I like that question because everybody has the first answer. Uh huh. Everybody has somebody that yeah. And it's hard for me to remember
0: because it's been seven and a half. It's like, it's a
1: lot of people, but she's definitely up there. Can I ask you a celebrity culture question? Yeah. Don't you feel like we have to be Team Brad or Team Angelina in this whole thing? I feel like I have to pick sides as if two of my friends were getting divorced. I feel like there's, it's there's no doubt about whose side. It's Brad. She's nuts. Thank you. She's nuts. Everyone in the ringer. Everyone in the ringer made me feel bad because I was like, "I'm Team Brad." What? He's just this dumb stoner who he was if married you, to. Aniston. Yes. Angelina got him. Got him into her fold. Right. All of a sudden, he's got six kids and right. four houses. And you have to and, look at
0: the history of her terrorizing. I had a big scandal recently with Melissa Etheridge who came on my radio show and started, uh, talking about this and started trashing Angelina. And she used to be great friends with Brad and, um, Melissa Etheridge was great friends with Brad and she's like, look at Angelina's history of taking people away from their friends and then destroying and all this stuff. And she wound up getting a call from Angelina Jolie's fixer, who is the real life scandal lady, the real life Olivia oh, Pope. God. Who said who knew that Melissa then was coming on Watch What Happens live that night. And she said, if you don't retract your statements about Angelina, we're going to go after you. And what does that even mean? I don't know, but Melissa Etheridge was all freaked out, and I had run into Melissa Etheridge that day. It's so weird. And she goes, "I don't know what to do." And and so that night before the show, she wrote a song called The Fixer Blues, and she sang it on Watch What Happens Live, and it was all about the real story of this fixer calling and her. And no,
1: did people know or they just Yeah, didn't even... she
0: explained it all in the story and I filled in the blanks before and after and it was kind of amazing. And again, that's why I love live TV.
1: You don't know what's going to happen. The Brad Pitt, it was like, oh, something happened on the airplane. The FBI's involved, and then in yeah, four weeks, later, it's like, yeah, nothing happened on she, the airplane.
0: She called TMZ and revealed all this. You know,
1: I mean, this was a good one some... in terms of people had their little sides that they had that mm-hmm. they went to and fed information because it seemed like Us Weekly was pro Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and they were kind of saying what his side of things and were. TMZ was, TMZ pre- was pro, Angelina. pro Angelina. Yeah. But it was destined to fail yeah. because By the Sea has been on HBO from time to time <laughs> right. over the last month. And I actually watched 10 minutes and it's basically like this fucked up married couple going, you know, and it's when, when married couples start making actual movies about yeah. married couples in trouble, it's bad. isn't that a red flag? And then yes. Brad Pitt's next movie is he's married to a know. German spy. no These are his two movie choices he makes. Like, of course he was having marital issues. He knew. I think he was just home at night with this big bong, just thinking about his four houses and his six kids. And he's like, what did I do? I have six kids. Who has six kids? I'm from Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. I got to deal with Maddox. No, he's, he's he's like a character actor who's too handsome to be a character yeah. actor, so he became a real actor. Thousand but really, percent. he should have just been a character now actor. I and deal not have with six kids. Shiloh's cultural diversity class. No. Yeah, don't. I mean, he might have more than six kids. He might. I feel bad for him, though. I do too. Do you don't think there's any way him and Aniston get back together? Right? No. I mean, she's married. It's over. She's probably bitter.
0: Y- yeah, I think that's over.
1: Aniston, Angelina, and Brad—we're never gonna top it. No, for a celebrity story. I think it's Uh, it's the peak. Yes. It's the peak story that we'll ever have. It's true. It's It's the most angry I've ever heard my wife and her friends about anything. Right. When he left. Just everything, yeah. And people forget, like, like Angelina. All the all the women were out on Angelina, and then yeah. they, she pulled them all back because she did yeah, some really she cool things. The, you know, Audrey Hepburn. Humanitarian. All of a yeah, they yes. Wrote some great editorials, right, like Right. All the the way she raised attention to breast cancer, right? And it was, seems a million years ago she's like making out with her brother and all that stuff. I don't know where she goes now, Angelina. Yes, is she a movie star anymore? That's I the mean, question. she hasn't. The the Lara Croft, like those type of movies, those are 10 years ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's Brad Pitt. I, I don't mean, know. mean, he really hasn't since Moneyball. He'll, he'll, he's going to... Yeah. He wasn't very good in Allied, I heard. I hadn't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he looked I, pretty, like, going through the motions. Yeah, I haven't seen that.
0: She only has Maleficent 2. That's the only thing she has. Oh, Maleficent 2?
1: Her gimmick in the mid-2000s was... I am the best-looking woman in the world, right. and I could steal your husband in five minutes. Right. Don't leave me in a room alone with your husband. I will right. take him. Right. And I'm also a good actress. Right. Now I don't know what her gimmick I is. I don't either. Her gimmick is I have six kids, and I got a flat in my house in New Orleans, and then my right. house in it's weird. Paris. Now and all it's that weird. Stuff. All right. So your book tour. Where are you heading? Where Where else are you going? Uh, I'm almost done. I'm going to Miami tomorrow. I'm going to
0: DC next week. Uh, I'm almost done.
1: And then what it's happens? Great.
0: and Do you write book
1: four? How many? Yeah, I'm gonna do book four. But you I just don't... chronicle your life in these. No, books. I'm
0: done with the diaries. Okay, I, I, it became kind of emotionally and existentially exhausting living my life and reporting on it for publication at the same time. And so I am done with that. I I love to write. Uh, I love these books. I'll get another idea at some point, and then I'll just jam. But Right now, I'm just focusing on Watch What Happens Live. And Malibu Little League. And Malibu Little League. Malibu Little League, we had yeah. that. Yeah, Tommy's yeah. ready. He, Tommy's yeah. ready to do stuff. Malibu with it. Little League. Malibu Little League. And That's all we have. Aspen Little League. I, I feel like this is the one that is the re, maybe like Bridgehampton Little League. Like it's Hampton's only Little League. Hampton's Little League. It's only in the real, real, like super high end Scratch Pensacola. It's like. Really like Star Island Little League on Miami. You know I have what I two mean? goals.
1: I have big ratings as one goal. And then yeah. the second goal is the the critical piece somebody writes about how we're exploiting the kids. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Oh, that'll just happen. Oh, typical reality. But yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. the 12-year-olds are the real victims. Those right. are be my two goals for this. Yes, thing. exactly. Andy Cohen. This is a pleasure. Oh, I forgot one last question. Yeah. How did you get Andy as your Twitter feed? Uh, I bought it off some guy who didn't realize it was me buying it off of him. You, when was that? Ago? How many years ago? It was ago? so many years ago. It's, it's an amazing I, Twitter handle. When I
0: first joined Twitter, I tried to get it, and uh, I threw an intermediary, and the guy was like... No, and then it was Bravo Andy, and then a couple years after that, we kept offering, and he wanted what I thought was a lot of money, and then suddenly, when I real, suddenly I was like, "Wait a minute, this actually isn't so much money, and this is valuable to me." And yeah. so, yeah, I got it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm yeah. coming on your show at some point. I would I'm love so it. ready. David, I would absolutely ab- love it. Yeah, I don't know who you'd pair me with, and I wouldn't have a story about how somebody licked my butthole. But right. <laughs> I think I could be a good guest. I think you'd be a great guest. Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't cross the fifty cent line.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's fine. There are other lines that will be. Is crossed. that the craziest thing somebody said on your no. show? No. No, dude. We. It is unbelievable. We had Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood was on, and he talked about. Um, I was like, I think I said, have you ever, why did I ask him if he'd ever had a three way or I don't know? He revealed that like his ex girl or if he's been cheated on, he was like, yeah, remember when Ashton Kutcher slept with that girl that broke up his marriage to Demi Moore? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I was dating that girl at the time. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> there, there, So many people say things that I'm like, hold on. what wait a minute.
1: What, And then it turns into a big thing. It's great. That's an amazing talent to be able to just get people to say shit like that. Yeah, it's great. Only a couple people have been able to do it. And you're one of them. I love it. It's great. You you must be like, ah. No, I love it. And I will be like, and I will latch onto it. Yeah. And my viewers
0: know they see me. Someone uh, tweeted a GIF of me last night listening to 50 Cent. Talk about this whole thing, and I was like, you know, I was like a freaking, you know, a linebacker walking into the Palm Steakhouse. You know what I mean? And I was like, ah, uh-huh, yeah,
1: great, give it, give it to me. I right, follow Andy on uh, Twitter at Andy. And get
0: superficial, superficial. More adventures from the Andy Cohen Diaries. On the all the all best the... Christmas gift for your lady
1: that you will be able to get.
0: She'll be thrilled. That is a good, really it's, good idea. It is a great. She'll be like, wait a minute. How did you know that I was going to want this book?
1: What is What do you think is the—my daughter's 11 and a half, yeah. but loves celebrity culture yeah. and is already listening to Jam Session, a podcast uh-huh. that we have on The Ringer. Yeah. Um, when do you think she crosses that Real Housewives line? Well, I like think it's— de-
0: 13? Something like that. I think it depends. Again, I think it's a thing that I just— I would want it with a little parental supervision so that she understands this is not to be emulated. This is actually horrible, you know, about she, some of the behavior. She has but a good I think sense of that. She's a Beverly, already.
1: she's yeah. your kid. I think she knows. So, you know. She watched some Bachelorette, uh-huh. and I was really proud of how she reacted to right. some of the things that happened. That's good. It. it was all the reactions I wanted her right. to have. I was like, all right, this is good. This it's good actually, progress. I
0: was on NPR in San Francisco yesterday, and I got
1: hammered by some callers
0: who were like your show it's the end of civilization oh and all God. this stuff and i was like you know what look people know the difference between right and wrong and this is escapism and it's entertainment and so you know i i, I do think that for the kids
1: good yeah i'm so proud we got through all this without talking about the election me Kudos too, to us, actually. Who, I know. who the hell wants to even hear about it anymore? I, it's true. All this other stuff. I about know it. it's true. All right. Andy Cohen, thank you. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it.